And my message tonight is that the word is a mirror. The word is a mirror. How about that? Uh, did you ever consider that? There are many metaphors and pictures that we have in what the word of God says about itself. That's really cool. What does the word say about itself? I know men will say nice things about it, but what does the word say about itself, the word of God? That's precious. Uh, for example, um, the word of God calls itself a hammer in the book of Ezekiel. It's a lamp, a lamp onto our feet in the book of Psalms. In the New Testament, it's called seed. Uh, it's called water. Uh, it's called a sword. How about that? These are all metaphors uh, to bring pictures in our minds of what the Word of God is all about. Well, tonight we're going to look at another one of these metaphors that the Bible, the Word of God is a mirror. Um, you know, the Word of God is a true mirror because, like a mirror, it reflects. And it reflects the mind of God and the true condition of man. Nothing else does that. Nothing. Uh, God reveals his mind to us in the Word of God. Uh, without the Bible, we couldn't know the mind of God. It would be impossible. He has to make the first step and reveal himself. So he had to reveal himself first. So it's an error for people to say, oh, you don't know God's plans or what God wants of us. Yes, we do. Go look at what the Word of God says. What he wants us to know, he's revealed. The secret things belong to him beyond that. But what he wants us to know, it, he has revealed to us, as it tells us in Deuteronomy 29, 29. So he's revealed to us in his Bible. Satan made up that lie. You can't know the mind of God. Hey, when we look into the Bible, the mind of God is reflected back to us. So I want to go to my Bible, the word of God, to find what the mind of God is for me, for my family, for my church, for the days we live in. Uh, the Bible also reveals, as I just said, man's true condition. When men look at the Bible, their lies are exposed. Uh, all their excuses are exposed. Man clearly can see what God intended for him to be or what God makes him into. Uh, so many Christians fall so easily into sin. And a uh, main reason why is because they've stopped looking into the mirror of the word of God. And that calls us into a death to self. Paul tells us, I die daily. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. If we would see that in the word of God, it's a mirror looking at me that I would see what I am supposed to be. Uh, so many Christians today are so easily offended, and they, or they hold on to unforgiveness. A major reason why, they stopped looking into the mirror of the word of God, the word of forgiveness which they are to reflect. Uh, so many Christians today have difficulties in marriage, raising children, finances, and a lot of, of the source of this is because they've stopped looking into the mirror of the Word of God for what it says about marriage, family, living as God has revealed His principles to us to live, that we would reflect it. Um, many Christians today have difficulty in their Christian walks because they failed to look at the instruction manual. Well, get the right here. There you go. The instruction manual. Uh, it's a mirror, and it reflects back into my life. Uh, we must look at the instruction manual. We must. That's the only way we're going to stay in this model, how it works. We've got to look at the instruction manual. 
So how can I possibly know the mind of God for my life without staring into what it says about me? Uh, you know, staring to look deeper within and allow the word of Christ to change us. Uh, too many, unfortunately, have come to a place where we rely on our intellect or what we rely on, what we think about the word of God or think we know about it. Uh, we rely on life's experiences if you're old enough. We rely on our wits, our desires, yet uh, that doesn't reflect the word of God and the character of God to us. To reflect the character of God, we must stare into him. Let the character of God reflect into my life. If I don't stare into it, how can I reflect it? Stare is a big deal. When I stare into the word of truth, I see a reflection. And note, I'm not talking about what I look like in the natural. Because like a natural mirror, I see the person he intends for me to look like. The mind of God is reflected back to me like a mirror that I'm changed into that image. Not the one uh, who brought the mirror, but the mirror of the word of God to me. Not what I think I should look like, but what the mirror says I should look like. Uh, being changed into his likeness is what I'm after. Uh, a transformation experience. But I can't do that by myself, apart from the word of God. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, it tells us from the New King James, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. What does a mirror reflect? Likeness. The word of God shows me of what I am to look like. His image? Wow, heavy stuff. I like this one. Psalm 17, verse 15. I want to write that one down. Psalm 17, verse 15, New King James. As for me, I will see your face in righteousness. And I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. Oh, read that again. As for me, I see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. Philip's translation, as for me, with righteousness shall I behold thy face. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Wow, we are changed into his likeness. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. But if I don't go into the word of God to stare at it, what am I being changed into? The world around me? The society around me? I don't want to be changed into that. That's a lost, dying generation apart from Christ. This happens when a man gets born again, isn't it? As a word of God, as Romans tells us, they awake unto righteousness. So in his likeness, we will stare into the mirror of his word and we will stop looking like sin. We start looking like him in righteousness. Wow. How about that? Haven't you heard it said, oh, what a cute little baby looks just like his father. Well, when we look into the mirror of the word of God, we don't want to reflect our image. We want to reflect the Father's image, reflect it back to us. This is the character we're changed into, like the uh, Chinese author, uh, Watchman Nee, a Christian author once wrote in the 1920s, a book called Changed Into His Likeness. Highly recommend you read it. Good book. One of Watchman Nee's better books. 
So, you know, let's take a look at this for a second. We never want to reflect life's failures. How many people do that? Oh, I look like a failure. Everyone says I'm a failure. I must be a failure. Why are you reflecting that? That's not what the Word of God says about you. I never want to reflect on life's failures. I never want to reflect on life's shortcomings. I never want to reflect on life's memories. I don't want to live in the memories of the past. I never want to reflect on what others have said about me in my life. Not one ounce of my self-worth is based on what other people think of me or say about me. We never want to reflect what we don't have or where we're not at in life where we, or where we think we should be in life. We want to look into the mirror of the Word of God and see what God calls us to be, what Christ has done for us, how he's made us to walk in the spirit realm. Yet I live in the body, but we look into things that we've been redeemed from. What is our inheritance? If we stare long enough, like a mirror, we'll begin to reflect it into our lives because it changes me. Everything I've said here is only a, a small part of how he sees us. And he expects us to see ourselves like he sees us. But if I don't look into the mirror, I'm going to forget what I look like. And I'll only see the lies that the enemy has to bring to me. And too many Christians live there. In James chapter 1, verses 23 to 25, again, New King James. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, that's a nice name for the word of God, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, he is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word and the work, and this one will be blessed in what he does. Let's take a deeper look at that here. Um, let's look at some of this in the Greek here. In verse 23, natural face in a mirror. This word here only is used here in the New Testament Greek, in the, whole, in the whole New Testament. It means a polished metal. A lot of ancients did not have glass mirrors. Uh, so they would only see an image dimly because they polished the metal. That's why unsaved men are blinded. Because when he stares, he only sees dimly and forgets easily and can't find God apart from the word of God. Do you realize that? I can't find God apart from the word of God. He's not revealed anywhere else but in the word. Oh, look at nature. You see God. No, you don't. He's found in the word, not nature. And I look at a tree and see God. I look at the word of God and see God. Very important that we get that. His stamp is on nature, but I find who he is in the word, not by looking at the sky or the trees. Apart from God, we don't, his word, we don't have the works that we can do to please him. Apart from Jesus, we can't. We stare in a mirror of the word of God and we see a bright image of who we really are. The world has a lie to give you every day. Look like me, look like me, stare into me, stare into me, and I'll rob you from everything God has to offer. No, I want to stare into the word of God, not in the lie around me that I see every day. Verse 24 here, we have the phrase forgets. Here in the Greek, uh, scholars have compared this to a picture of a careless listener to Christ's words. And like seed that bounces off hard ground. 
we can't do the work of God with only a glance in the word of God. We need to be changed and transformed into the likeness. We need to stare into it. Verse 25 here looks into the perfect law of liberty. Ooh, look into. Here in the Greek, it means to stop, stoop down, look into, and gaze carefully, like looking into a pond of water, so as to find something. We don't look at the word of God casually. We stop everything. We look deeply. We stoop down. I'm looking for something. And we gaze very carefully to find it. And you'll find him. And the word liberty here, the perfect law of liberty. Liberty shows us that the words of Christ set us free. They liberate us. Uh, it's like a rest from our dead works. That there's no sweat for us anymore. Jesus did the blood sweating for me. He did that part for me. Thank you, Jesus. All I have to do now is keep looking and believing and speak out of my mouth what I believe and be a doer of the word. A doer of the word speaks the word of God out of his mouth. And after you believe it, you then act on it. You know, we only act on what we believe. How about that? Proverbs 23, verse 7 out of the King James says, A man thinketh... A man thinks in his heart, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What do you have in there? That's what you're going to reflect. And a lot of people you meet, they don't have a lot in there. That's why some Christians excel in the things of the Lord and some don't. Some will stare deeply and find their identity in Christ. And that's all that matters, the side of heaven. You know, consider Moses, his face shone. If you remember the scriptures, when he came down from the mountain, he reflected the glory of God. But, you know, one of the last scripture I want to share tonight uh, is from Second uh, Corinthians, chapter three, uh, verse 18. Uh, Moses here is referred to in verse seven as an example of a reflection that passed away. And it says here in verse 18, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord and being trans we are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory just as the as by the spirit of god oh there's so much in that verse a couple things to just stop here briefly and look at in the phillips translation first it says but we all with I like that must be from down south we all but we all as with unveiled face we see as in a mirror, the Lord's glory reflected. We are changed into that same likeness from one degree of to another. So back to the New King James here, beholding, where it tells us here, uh, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror. Beholding, here in the Greek, this is unusual, this word. It's in what's called the middle voice. That's something we don't have in English. And it's the only time this word appears in the entire New Testament. Now, just a, a stop for a second regarding middle voice. Um, I am throwing the ball. That's active voice. I threw the ball. That's passive voice. Middle voice is very difficult to explain. Here's some, here's some bad grammar. Li uh, literally, middle voice in English would be, I am throwing the ball up in the air, and I caught it. That's middle voice. 
where the action goes out from the speaker and comes right back to him again, like a boomerang. So the point here is, what they're trying to say, beholding, because I stare into the mirror of the Lord's glory, that's through his word, through the word of God. Because I stare into the mirror of the Lord's glory, I get back the reflection it changes me into. The very thing I wanted reflects back to me and bounces back. Well, God, read that three or four times, right? So the gospel reflects Christ. And we reflect the word of Christ. And the image impression is left on us. It bounces back to us. Here it also says in that same verse there, uh, the same image from glory to glory. In the Greek here, uh, some translations have same image as likeness. Uh, in the Greek, uh, scholar Dr. Marvin Vincent says, it means besides an idea of likeness, it involves an idea of representation. Meaning that when I stare into the word of Christ, I, by reflecting, we are transformed into that picture of Jesus for all the world to see, that they would be drawn to us because they're being drawn to him. Now that's witnessing. When people look at you and go, what's different about you? I don't understand. And you didn't say a word because you're reflecting the glory of God. Then you explain why. And they might go, oh, or they might go, tell me more. That's the highest form of witnessing, I think, where Peter tells us when people come up to you and ask you of the hope of glory you have in you, where you're reflecting Christ. Therefore, they ask, wow, cool, really cool. And also we have here in that verse from Corinthians, uh, but we all with unveiled faces. You know, not like Moses in the Old Testament who had to hide it. We get to unveil it for all to stare into. It's like the New Testament says, we're living epistles well read by all. That's where I always want to get to be, a living epistle well read by all. Uh, one Greek scholar, uh, Dr. Archibald Robertson, says, unlike Moses who looked into the shining and had to stop, and then it faded away, the Apostle Paul here is telling us that we are not to lose the glory as Moses did if we keep on beholding and reflecting when we look into the word of Christ. So folks, tonight, um, my point is just very simple. It's time we start reflecting his glory. The world needs to see this in us. It's time we let it reflect from us. But how in the world can I do that? If I stare into the word of God, it'll bounce off me and reflect me. But it's not enough to just behold and reflect. We need to be beholders and reflectors. I take this serious. We have to stop staring into the problems of the world that we live in and start staring into the answers, which are the word of God. Isn't that true? His glory brings us the answers we need in life. Uh, so just in case we got some doubting Thomases out there, well, brother, my problems won't go away. Keep staring. All but my wife, all but my husband, keep staring. But I've been standing for so long, keep staring. You know, nothing seems to change here. Uh, keep staring. Keep staring is the word of God. We're closer to answers manifesting than we could ever imagine. You're closer to that victory sometimes when it looks darkest. 
but it's not going to be because of your cleverness of our brains. It's going to be because we stare. We stare into this word of liberty and I keep staring and I keep staring and I keep staring. And I don't have to figure it out with my head. This is, I don't find God by an intellectual pursuit. If I did, we don't need Holy Spirit because I can't find God with my mind. I need Holy Spirit because he makes that communication with Father God by, by which we're able to communicate in the spirit realm that my, bypasses my mind's futile, you know, futile thinking. Uh, we need to stare. We need to stare into that perfect law of liberty and it'll change us. It'll get the stink off us that this world dumps on us every day. I mean, you turn on the news and they're dumping stink on you. Oh, man. You can see people. They're in fear. They're in worry. They're in doubt. Uh, or they're grasping to look at man for their answers. Man doesn't have their answers. He can't even stop his own death. He can't, he can't even stop his own grave. So he has answers? He has no answers. It's all found in that law of liberty. If we would just stare into the law of liberty, we'll reflect it. The word is a mirror. Let's pray. Father God, I want to stare. I want to be a starer. I want to be a concentrator. Like when the orange juice can says, orange concentrate, I want to concentrate. I want to stare at it. I want to stare into the word of God. I want to stare and look like it. And I want to stare and have it reflect into me. And Father, I'm believing for my brothers and sisters in Christ out there listening right now. They want to do the same. And the great part is, Father God, we can start today. The failures of yesterday, the failures of weeks ago, months ago, years ago are behind us. We can start today. We can always start afresh. You are always the God of afresh. Always the God of a new start. I can have a new start today. Forget my failures of the past where I didn't stare. I can start staring today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after. And purpose, I'm going to be one who stares into the word of liberty. Not just read it, but look deeply into it and see myself reflected back. But not what I look like without it. What it transforms me into, his likeness. Lord God, that we would be living a life transformed into his likeness. We already have it in the spirit realm as believers. We need to have it pour through our souls, come out of us so people will look at us and say, what's different about you? It's because we have stared into the law of liberty and you're looking at it. Yes, Father, that we would be well-read epistles by all men of your goodness and your mercy and your love and your outpouring grace that you desire no one to be lost but all men and women to come into the knowledge of the truth. Thank you for this, Father. May we say yes and amen today in our hearts and absorb it. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.